does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Like last night, we were glad you joined us last night. Tonight, we have a lot of football, a lot of high school football to talk about. Championships crowned or will be crowned at Lucas Oil Stadium tonight. Plus, we'll look at the Colts and their matchup tomorrow and some college football All of that, plus some college basketball. Right now, though, it's a busy night. You bring in the heavy artillery when you have a night like tonight. It's Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, you are the man. It's great to be with you and James Adams on Championship Saturday here in downtown Indy. Let's take you to Lucas Oil Stadium right now where a last-second pass for Whiteling goes incomplete. Five seconds remain on the clock. Valparaiso scored with about a minute left. Valpo leading Whiteland in the Class 5A state championship. 35-31. The Warriors of Whiteland trail by four with five seconds on the clock. It's second and ten as they are deep in their own territory. They are going to need a miracle Hail Mary to walk away with a win here tonight. Valparaiso, the Vikings. What a comeback by them because Whiteland ran the opening kickoff of the game back. Valpo then turned the ball over. Whiteland had a chance to go up two scores in the first five minutes. Valparaiso stopped them from that point on. It was back and forth and Valpo five seconds away from their first state championship since 1975. We'll let you know when that goes final. To start the day, Indianapolis Lutheran. Charlie Clifford says they're turning into a dynasty. Ladies and gentlemen, 30 straight wins, 12 straight tournament wins, and two consecutive Class 1A IHSAA championships. The Lutheran Saints out of Indianapolis, a dynasty in the making. Great to hear Cliff on the call for the Class A state title game. Indianapolis Lutheran, back-to-back champs, 30-13 to the final score. Jackson Willis, their quarterback, the star. He threw the ball 19 times. Four of those passes were for touchdowns. Also rushed for 72 yards on the ground. Devon Jones pulled in three touchdown catches to lead the receiver core for Lutheran. I then jumped on with Rob Moorhead and Kelsey Casper on the IHSAA Champions Radio Network for Chittard and Lawrenceburg. The tradition continues for the Chittard Trojans. They are 16-1 all-time in state championship games. And for Rob Doyle, he wins another title, his first since 2020. The Chittard Trojans defeat the Lawrenceburg Tigers 34-14 with 24 unanswered. 24 unanswered points. It was a 14-10 game at halftime. Lawrenceburg scored on their first drive of the game, as did Chittard, but Lawrenceburg had the ball first. The Tigers, though, unable to score in that second half. Congratulations to all clubs. 
the state championship season yesterday, Evansville Modern Day, top Dan Drain, 20-10, East Central, 30-piece on New Prairie, 37-7, and Center Grove rolled over Carroll-Fort Wayne, 35-9. Let's check in on college football, the bucket game. Purdue's going to play for a Big Ten championship. The Boilers over the Hoosiers in the bucket game in Bloomington, 30-16. Aiden O'Connell, two touchdown passes, 290 yards. Devin Mockaby rushed for 99 yards and a touchdown, which means next week at Lucas Oil Stadium Saturday night. Book it. 8 o'clock, Purdue versus Michigan. Going to be a whole lot of fun. The Boilers can win a Big Ten title with a W. Not going to be easy after Michigan took down number two Ohio State today, 45-23. Checking in with the Irish into the fourth quarter in Southern California. The USC Trojans ranked number six in the country, up 31-14 on the number, number 15 Irish. The Irish trying to deal a serious blow to USC's college football playoff hopes. Over to college basketball. Ball State Cardinals in action today. That came from down in the bottom. Bahamas Ball State gets a win by a triple over Missouri State. It's a final of 67 to 64. I'm Brendan King with Network Indiana. Follow us at IND Sports Talk on Twitter. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Brendan King, James Adams, making it possible tonight. Mr. King. What is up with your beloved Notre Dame Fighting Irish? USC is a good club, Coach. I mean, Caleb Williams is, of course, the transfer from Oklahoma. He went to Southern California with Lincoln Riley when Riley took that USC job. So, look, Caleb Williams, he was a Heisman favorite heading into the season for a reason. And, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting to look at the box score right now. Irish trail 31-14, yet Drew Pine has completed every single one of his passes tonight. 13 of Yikes. 13 for 183 yards and two touchdowns. Here, <laughs> here is where the Irish are struggling, though, right. from, a, from a rushing perspective. Audric Estime, who has been over 100 yards multiple times this year, he's been held to 43 yards on six carries. Logan Diggs has 24 yards. Chris Tyree has 18. So clearly, Lincoln Riley's game plan, stop that three-headed monster in the backfield of Notre Dame, make Drew Pine throw. Well, Pine has thrown he's 13 of 13 for two touchdowns but they've stopped that rushing attack enough where uh, USC has been able to outscore the Irish well give them credit because nobody else has stopped them no running the football uh they've been obviously the success they've had in large part because of what they've been able to do on the ground uh Southern Cal is um you know as highly rated as they are for a reason to be honest they are, and look, they're number six in the country, and Ohio State lost to Michigan today. So Ohio State's not playing in the Big Ten Championship. That's Michigan and Purdue next weekend, as mentioned. So, you know, USC wins this game over a ranked Notre Dame. Uh, likely their college football playoff picture becomes a lot more bright. So that's going to be interesting when the rankings come out this week. So what's happened, and, you know, what's, where, what's the rumor now? What are they saying about where Notre Dame heads for a bowl? It's a great question. I, I I really don't know, Coach. I'm not as bowl crazy as other people are. Um, What's but, wrong with you? Yeah. Well, no, 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 Come no. no. I love watching. I love watching right. bowl games. But like, you know, people, people that speculate what bowl they're going. I don't care what bowl they're in. Just tell me when and where they're playing. I'll watch it. Right. So, uh, no. Right. I, I maybe, uh, Coach. Again, I'm not really into the bowl season, yeah. but when know, did you stop being fun for heaven's sake? Oh, I'm What's so. Oh, come you? on now. That's a. That is a. Uh, that's that's, a, a that's too much shot. of a dig. That's way too much of a dig. Give me some credit, Coach. 
You know what? I give you credit. You're the best at what you do. So tell me about Monday night. We have to wait until Monday, right, now for the yeah. Colts? Monday night. Uh, so are you for our flagship stations in Indy? Are you are you all over this? Uh, you, you got personal appearances to make downtown and touch downtown or whatever they call it? Yeah, uh, it's going to be actually really nice next couple days, Coach, because my parents are going to be in town tomorrow. Uh, I turn 28 tomorrow, so my parents were going go oh, to go. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah, you know, so we're Did gonna... you get my card? Uh, no, well, oh. I have to check the mail, you know. So unless no, it's, no, you unless know, don't it, run out there unless yet. Unless it's an e-card, you know. Uh, but no, so we're going to go out to dinner tomorrow and uh then monday we got the tailgate it's gonna be inside for those that want to join in the indianapolis area uh beat the cold it's gonna be inside on uh on georgia street so get to enjoy that so folks will get to go and then uh they're gonna take in their first ever colts game so that's gonna be fun so what about the matchup with the Steelers? It's the Steelers team that's yeah. struggling, to say the least. Well, Najee Harris has woken up from his slumber. Uh, for whatever reason, Najee Harris just did not have it in the first half of the season. But the big running back is putting together a couple of back-to-back solid games, and it's a good wide receiver attack for Pittsburgh. I mean, Deontay Johnson and George Pickens, the mm-hmm, rookie. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's one thing we know about the Colts, tight ends give them trouble, and Pat Fryermuth uh, has been one of the better tight ends as of late in that division. So... Uh, you know, again, Colts defense is going to have to be ready. Um, the injuries continue right. to pile up. You know what's kind of cool is last night I was hanging out on the sidelines watching the 6A game before I came over here to do the show. And I think I told you this. Stephon Gilmore was just hanging out with his son. Right. Uh, so that, right, that was cool to right. catch up with him and, you know, just asking him a couple questions. He was super personable and willing to answer questions. So that was fun. You live the life, brother. Hey, I want to be you. you gotta get lucky in, hey, in my next life. I, I don't game plan to talk to Stefan Gilmore on a random Friday night. You know, that's, <laughs> you gotta get lucky sometimes. I, I game plan to talk to Brendan King every uh, every weekend. I get a chance. That's the cool thing. All right, Brendan. Thank you. I appreciate the time. Thanks, By coach. the way, yeah. what's happening with college basketball? Update me on college. Ball State wins. I yeah. got that. How about my, the Boilermakers? Uh, very impressive uh, out out in Portland, for heaven's sakes. They're playing very, very – I stayed up late and watched that game last night. I was impressed I did too. with that game. I did too. Uh, very impressive. And look, I think I told you last night that Matt Painter, really, he sounded pretty angry in his last press conference about Purdue not getting Zach Eady the ball enough. Well, I think they learned their lesson because they got Zach Eady yeah, the ball I think they lot. were listening. Uh, you, you know, <laughs> right. so, but, yeah, coming up, they got Duke tomorrow. So uh, it's murderer's right. row out in Portland. Yeah, well, tough day for the football team, but the basketball team playing well. Brendan King coming up, scoreboard updates every 15 minutes. He is a superstar. There you have it. Here he comes, too, with a scoreboard update. Much more ball to talk about coming up on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. The IHSAA football state finals have concluded. 5A comes to an end. Valparaiso edges Whiteland. 35-31. Valpo scores the final touchdown of the game with under two minutes left. And the Vikings win their first state championship since 1975. It was the second time that the Vikings had gone to state since the year 2019. And now head coach Bill Marshall has a state title again, 1975, the last time. Congratulations to Valpo. Let's break down this one. Whiteland ran home the opening kickoff for a touchdown with, it was Malik Perkins going nearly 90 yards to score 
and Whiteland then forced a turnover on the next kickoff. Valpo turns the ball over. Whiteland has a chance to go up two scores. Valpo stops them. Early on, a huge momentum swing. Then Valparaiso calmed down, went to work. Their quarterback, Josh Clark, who is about as dual threat as you're going to get in the state. 10 of 14, 163 yards, two touchdowns, three air. He combines for five total touchdowns, three of them on the ground. What work by Valparaiso. They stop Whiteland at the end as well in one of the better state finals games we've seen over the last couple years. Against Chittard. Defeating Lawrenceburg by a 20-piece, 34-14. Chittard with 24 unanswered points in the second half. And earlier in the day from Class A, Indianapolis Lutheran. Another title, 30-13 over Adams Central. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. High school basketball on the boys' side tonight, New Albany. 44-43 winners over Bloomington South. WNAS's Brian Sullivan on the call of this game. That's a pretty good way to start the season with a game like that tonight, Brian. <laughs> and it did not look like it was going to be that kind of finish. New Albany was pretty much in control the entire ball game, especially in the third quarter, went out by 12 and kept a 12-point lead for – first three or four minutes of the fourth quarter but Bloomington South I mean it's a well-coached team obviously and they made a comeback and New Albany just had enough to hold on well all right so tell me about these teams tell me about you know New Albany new faces guys back I mean what are the expectations for this group it's it's a very um, different look than last year. Uh, they, they lost a thousand point score in Tucker Bivin. The top two returning scores, uh, one's out for four games we know of, another one uh, out with football injury, still in the boots. So a lot of guys that were JV players or end of the bench players last year having to step up in new roles. And it's a, it's a small team, but they're playing about seven or eight guys and they're fairly interchangeable right. and they can get out defensively. Uh, Bloomington South, a veteran team. We had 11 names going in, and 10 of them were seniors. So um, it's mm, a, it's a mm. veteran group, and they've got some pretty decent size. But New Albany was able to get out and pressure and turn them over at times. And, uh, you know, it was going to come down to could New Albany overcome the size. And, and the Whiskey kid had um, – 14 points, but had 10 of them coming down the stretch, hit a couple of big three-pointers. I mean, that's a 6'8 guy stepping out and knocking down some threes right. from Bloomington South. So, made it interesting. Uh, New Albany missed two free throws with two seconds left, but uh, two guys wind up colliding into each other going for the rebound, and it wind up burning out the clock, so they weren't able to get off a clean look at the buzzer. Wow. <laughs> so, that's how it ends, huh? That's it, That's impressive. It was, it was tight, and, uh, you know, of course, Coach Shannon and Coach Holmes, I mean, you're talking almost 95 years of, of coaching experience between oh, them, yeah. almost 1,500 yeah. wins. Yeah. So, um, you know, short of them playing each other in the regional, which they've done five times in the past 15 years, um, might be the last time we see them out there together. And, and also kind of an interesting note, uh, that was Coach Shannon's 607th career win, and he ties former New Albany coach Jim Miller on the all-time wins list in the state. Really? Like sitting there tied. Yep, 6.07 for both of them. How about, how about that? That is, that is quite an interesting note, to be honest. Uh, two pretty darn good coaches, to say the least. Yes. All yes, right, who's, uh, what's, what's the schedule next week? 
Uh, we're heading down to Evansville, Harrison, just to have one next week. So that's the opportunity for Coach Shannon to, to pass Coach Miller there. And Harrison's usually a, a tough ball game. Uh, you know, they, they like to get up and down the court most years. And uh, first road test for New Albany, leaving town. They were at Clarksville, but that's just two miles away from campus. So right. uh, it'll be interesting right. to see how a young team fares making that two-hour drive out there. High school basketball tonight on the boys' side. New Albany 44-43 winners over Bloomington South. Brian Sullivan, thanks so much for the call. I'm looking forward to basketball season again, and I appreciate every time you call. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Absolutely, Coach. You too. Thanks so much. It's that time. It's that time of year. I mean, seriously, think about it. NFL, NBA college basketball, college football, boys basketball, girls basketball, IHSA football state finals, among others, going on at this particular time. Uh, So, you know, we will continue to talk about high school football. If you're just joining us, the 1A championship today goes to Indianapolis Lutheran. They beat Adams Central 30-13. to Uh, Lutheran defending champs. They've won 30 in a row. In 3A, Indianapolis Bishop Chittard beats Lawrenceburg 34-14. 34 unanswered in the second half to win that game. And just concluded Valparaiso beating Whiteland 35-31. We'll talk about these games in in the next few minutes. Uh, Do want to remind everyone... um, we appreciate the uh, the information you send us. You tweet us on uh, on our Twitter account at IND Sports Talk hashtag IST pictures, um, videos, scores, all that. So this uh, tonight and one of those symbolic nights where we literally wrap up the uh, fall sports schedule, wrap up football uh, with the championships tonight, and turn our attention. Uh, to basketball next weekend. Basketball's been going on for a while. Uh, For our girls' teams, off to a great start and lots of great games. Um, We had Shoes for Santa today at Brownsburg High School, one of the big events, Uh, really uh, tremendous competition in that event. Uh, So it's, it's a great time. So we're glad that you've joined us coming up later on tonight. We're going to talk about Notre Dame football. The bucket going uh, to, to IU, uh, excuse me, to Purdue. Purdue and IU in the uh, Oaken Bucket matchup earlier today down in Bloomington. And um, very impressive win by the Boilers. And that means now that the Boilers will be in Indianapolis next weekend competing for the Big Ten Championship. That is a fantastic, fantastic accomplishment. So congratulations to Coach Brom and the Boilers. We'll talk about that game a little bit later. Uh, tomorrow, the basketball team plays Duke um, out in, uh, in, in Portland in the Phil Knight. See, I'm confused on one Phil Knight event and another Phil Knight event. Whatever the one they're in, they're playing for the championship. Beat Gonzaga last night. I'm like you. A lot of us, we all stayed up late. You know, I got off the air and then went in and, and watched it. Um, it was impressive. Uh, the young backcourt just plays fearlessly. That's the great thing about being young. You have no fears. and You just go play. Braden Smith 
uh, and uh, Fletcher Lawyer. These guys, listen, they're good. They're really good. And Zach Eady is Zach Eady. It's a, it was a, 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 a good, solid Purdue win. And um, I like there's it's hard not to like this team. It's a big week now in, in college basketball. IU, Purdue next weekend and we'll start their Big Ten seasons. And so uh, IU Wednesday with North Carolina. Uh, it's there's a lot going on. And it's clearly that time of year that we're excited about it. There's no question at all. And so. We have uh, football to talk about later on tonight. And um, don't forget, when you get a chance, we're glad you join us. But you know, continue to send us that information uh, at IND Sports Talk, hashtag IST. Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Sign up today to help lives in the future. Anyone can sign up. No age limits, no health restrictions to sign up to be an organ donor. Every 10 minutes, someone is added to the donor transplant waiting list. More than 1,000 Hoosiers uh, waiting for life-saving organ transplant. By signing up to be an organ and tissue donor, you can help save eight lives and heal 75 others. Driven, number two, savelives.org. Brendan King. Got an update on Notre Dame. Tell me what's going on with your Irish right now. Uh, Ten-point game, Coach. Touch over ten minutes to go in the fourth quarter, so they're going to need a stop or two, plus you know, a touchdown and a field goal. Two touchdowns would be great. And, again, it's just a matter of being able to get the run game going because Drew Pine is doing his part. He's 17 of 18 for two touchdowns. But, you know, the Irish have rushed for under 100 yards. And, and when they do not rush for 100-plus, I'd love to see the record mm-hmm. because, again, that was the problem early in the season. But, again, USC is a good team for a reason. They're number six for a reason. But you're going to need a fourth-quarter comeback if you want a W today. All right, the Boilermakers beat IU today in the uh, bucket game. Yeah. So now the Boilers in town next weekend. It'll be a fun, fun weekend now next weekend. It's going to be awesome. You know, I, I wasn't able to catch the highlights yet uh, because that game was happening when I was on the air with Rob and Kelsey. Right. Uh, going to catch the highlights when I get home. And uh, I'll tell you what, Coach, that's going to be a raucous environment at Lucas Oil Stadium next Saturday. Uh, Michigan fans travel well, and, you know, there's going to be caravans of folks coming down from West Lafayette. The Michigan Ohio State game was uh, was was fun. I watched that. All right, Brendan King, scoreboard update coming up with Brendan. We'll come back, talk some football on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Let's set the scene for what's coming next Saturday in downtown Indy. So the bucket came today. Unranked Purdue, unranked Indiana, yet the Boilers go into the Big Ten Championship game with a record of 8-4. They beat IU 30-16 in Bloomington. Aiden O'Connell, two touchdown passes, 290 yards. Devin Mockaby on the ground, 99 yards and a touchdown. Charlie Jones led the way from a Purdue receiving perspective. A touchdown, 143 yards. How about this? 143 yards on four catches. That's productivity from Charlie Jones, a talented player for the Boilers. So Purdue moves on. They get the Michigan Wolverines who toppled Ohio State. And what a job it was by Michigan in Columbus, 45-23, number three Michigan over number two Ohio State. So the Big Ten Championship at Lucas Oil Stadium this coming weekend. That will be next Saturday night, 8 o'clock. 
Purdue and Michigan. And that's why this game right now in Southern California means so much, probably to the college football playoff perspective. Number 15, Notre Dame. The Irish have grinded their way back into the top 25 over the last few weeks. Well, USC's number six. So USC's going to need this win since Ohio State, the club in front of them, lost today. Now, We'll see where the Buckeyes are come the new rankings being put out this week. But USC, a win over her ranked Notre Dame, that could do a ton for the Trojans' playoff hopes as we get along to December. And the college football playoff will continue to keep you posted. 1045, all scores from the IHSAA Finals. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by... Indiana Donor Network, high school basketball tonight, Batesville beating Jacksonville, 69-58. Batesville's Aaron Garrett joins me. Coach, thanks so much for the time and for the call, and congratulations on an impressive win tonight. Thanks, Coach Level. It's good to talk to you again. It was at Jacksonville. It's great so to talk county, to you. Yeah, county rival, Pack Gymnasium. Um, team coming <laughs> off a Final <laughs> Four run last year with some good pieces. Right. So. Coach Bowman does a good job, and it was a tough, gritty win for our guys. You know, uh, it is. This early in the year, sometimes you're not sure what you have. You just, you know, you want kids to play hard, execute, uh, figure it out, obviously. But tonight, it sounds kind of, it just seems to me like it felt a little bit like a, a sectional atmosphere and a sectional type of game this evening. Yeah, and, it's, and that's that's exactly right, and it's good to start the year this way and just battle-test our kids. This is our first, for really the seven guys I play, for the vast majority of them, it's their first full-time varsity because even some of these guys are split in time for me last year in right. February. And Cole Pride is a kid, like, we've not had a bait zone in my 25 years in terms of he's 6'8 with a 6'10 wingspan. Wow. He's, he's agile. He opened the game hitting a three-pointer, had a dunk, can, can dribble the ball, can make passes. So he led us with 25, and then Sam Johnson and Cade Kaiser followed with with 16 and 14. We just had a tough group of a tough group of guys that play hard for each other, share the basketball, and then we utilize that six eight Cole Pride in the middle of our zone to really put some pressure <laughs> on teams defensively. You know what? When you get a group of guys that play hard, play for one another, and share the basketball, you got a chance. <laughs> I mean, make, really, make fun, you got it? a make chance. Yeah, I mean you got a chance, and uh, so you know down the stretch, is this is it close? Is this a closely played game all the way? What I told my guys after the game, it's one of those games we jumped out on them and got a got about that eight point lead. Jackson right. didn't go away, nor did we expect they would. But it was one of those games where we were eight to ten, eight to twelve, got up to fourteen, I think. But then some calls, some mistakes on our end, some shots at Jackson Dell hit. So it's that game where you lead the whole way, which is, I think, always kind of the toughest games to win. We used to have that five to eight point lead most of the game. And you have right. to close it out. So we never trailed. The Jackson Dell kept coming back, and our guys kept responding. Well, we always talk about the concept of learning how to win and playing a game like this against an opponent such as JCD this early kind of makes you feel good about uh, what's ahead for you. Yeah, no doubt. And, and you know, our schedule, we, we go to – we play in Greensburg next weekend, so it doesn't get any easier at all. So I'm excited <laughs> to, to get the journey started and see after 21 more games where we're at come March with, with a group I think can be, can be special. 
Sounds to me like it can. Batesville over Jackson Dell tonight, 69-58. Aaron Garrett, always great to talk to you. Thanks for taking time to call me, and good luck next time out. Thank you. Thank you, Coach. Thank you very much. Heritage Hills beats North Harrison tonight, 67-63. Nate Hawkins joins me. Nate, thanks so much for the call, and congratulations on a great win tonight. Hey, I really appreciate that, Coach. And, uh, you know, and, and before we get started, it's always great to hear the great Aaron Garrett talk about his team. Um, yeah, and, uh, I agree you know, with we, you. We, we run into each other quite a bit of, along the way, and I'm just really happy his team got a win, too, tonight. So, But uh, well, congrats it, to him. But, <laughs> but uh, It sounds but was, like uh, yours was a similar game. Yeah. You know, it kind of yeah. have a little sectional atmosphere to it. Your game sounds yeah. the same way. Yeah, it, it really did. I mean, as he was talking, um, it just it was a very hard fought uh, game. I thought our kids played extremely hard, and 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 kind of like what Coach was talking about earlier. I mean, um, our kids at Heritage Hills they play for one another. They play hard. They play for one another. They trust each other, and uh, um, we we were able to build an eleven point lead. Um, and, and we've got a young team. We we start two seniors and three sophomores, Coach, and um, mm-hmm. uh, they. They came at us, North Harrison, a very veteran team. Start. They got four seniors that are really good, and uh, they they came back, cut it to two points. And uh, but we never we never lost the lead. We never lost our composure. I thought our right. our kids our kids made really big plays all the way down the stretch there in that fourth quarter. Obviously led by six uh, eight Trent Sisley. Uh, you know Trent had a you know a super game again tonight, twenty eight <laughs> points. Right. Right. Uh, several dunks i mean he, he just uh, he continues to just do great things for us and and lead our team but uh, uh but I, I tell you we had a senior tonight charlie brentlinger uh who got his first career start tonight and comes in and hits five threes and gets 20 points for us and um, you know we do not win this basketball game tonight without the play of uh, charlie for us so uh you know he hit big plays i thought uh mm-hmm. our just our supporting cast for trent just uh, just came up big uh when, when they brought you know two three guys at trent he was able to find the other guys cut into the basket or right. step up and make a play and uh so it was a it was definitely a big time team win and uh and the great thing about it is is uh wasn't perfect uh, a lot of things that we've got to get better at coach um, and, and mm-hmm. we got to do a better job closing games. But uh, at the same time, uh, we, we were able to find a way and, and got a really nice win and, uh, and, a, and a very good crowd there tonight at Heritage Hills. So uh, we're excited to get this journey going and, um, you know, see what this, this group can do because we think they can be special. Well, I think they can too. And I think one of your challenges is to you're going to see – a multitude of approaches to try to stop Trent Sisley. And, and it's all going to require people may, being able to adjust and step mm-hmm. up because they're going to have opportunities. And that's that's yeah. going to be part of this journey you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's what's great. And, and that's why I think we have just a very well-rounded team and a, a lot of great complementary players on this team that uh, – uh, yeah, obviously we've got Trent that uh, is is really special and and does what he does every night, but uh, uh, he, he trusts his teammates and and he finds them and and they deliver and, mm-hmm. and that's what 
going to be well, it's going to be great to see those guys evolve as well because uh, they're very capable players on our basketball team, and it's going to be a different kid I think every night that steps up. And uh, and, sure. and we, you know Trent's going to he's he's a natural scorer. I mean he scores. Uh, off the bounce, he can shoot it. He plays with his back to the basket. We can put people in different mismatches, and, and he takes advantage of those. But uh, it, it's going to be key for our basketball team and how good we're going to be uh, is, is how well everybody else does for us. And uh, tonight they were they were really good. We got a we got a lot of scoring from a lot of different guys, and it was a great great team win. Like I said earlier. All right, who's up next for you? So we uh, we're going to go. Uh, we've got a home game. Uh, against Perry Central on Tuesday, uh, so we'll uh, we'll obviously rest tomorrow. Get ready on Monday for Perry, and then uh, then we get ready for the uh, uh, sneakers for Santa showcase in Brownsburg on Saturday mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. Uh, at Brownsburg, where we we take on Brownsburg. So uh, you know we'll have a we'll have a busy right. week this week. Uh, but uh, obviously, our main focus is uh, we're going to come back Monday and we're going to get better, and then uh, and then get ready for Perry Central. This sounds like a this sounds like a sectional week <laughs> with the number of games you're having. I know, yeah, it does. You know, early in the year, but uh, uh, right. I told our guys, I said, listen, we're we're gonna we're just gonna continue to get better every day, and, and that's that's what right. our main goal right. is is to continue to get better, uh, continue to uh, learn and mature. I mean, as you know, coach. I mean, I've got two freshmen coming off the bench uh, that that wow. are playing for well and right. and uh, those, right. those guys are getting better they're very talented but they're they're learning as we go to this is their first game and and uh, uh against a really good north harrison bunch so uh to be able to find a way to win with those guys it's just a confidence builder for us but uh um, you know, it, i think it is uh it's important even this early in the season to to try to start preparing like it is a kind of a sectional week i guess even though it is just november Nate Hawkins, the basketball coach at Heritage Hills tonight. Heritage Hills beats North Harrison 67-63. Nate, thank you so much for the call. Good luck next week. I appreciate that, Coach, and uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll be in touch soon. I look forward to it. Thanks very much. Get some basketball in tonight. we got some uh, girls' games obviously going on. Boys got started earlier in the week. Uh, it's a special time of year for all of us in Indiana. Football, basketball. Scoreboard update, too, with Brendan King, and we'll come back and talk more football and basketball on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Quick check from Los Angeles. Number 6 USC has opened up a 38-21 lead on the number 15 Notre Dame Fighting Irish. 2.35 to go in the fourth quarter. USC continues to roll. 
Heisman candidate Caleb Williams, 18 of 22, 232 yards. Caleb Williams has just rushed for another touchdown. He's got three of those on the ground. He has thrown for one touchdown today. Again, the Big Ten Championship game coming up in downtown Indy next Saturday. Purdue beat Indiana today in the bucket game. That was in Bloomington, 30-16 to the final. Aiden O'Connell continues to play spectacular football. 290 yards, two touchdowns. Devin Mockaby, same case, 99 yards on the ground. He rushed for a touchdown. Charlie Jones had four catches. He packed 143 yards into those four grabs. He had a touchdown, too, as did Payne Durham through the air. So the next opponent... For Purdue, the Michigan Wolverines. Big Ten Championship on Saturday night. Number three, Michigan, defeated number two, Ohio State today, 45-23. So that's why that game, Notre Dame and USC, is so important for the Trojans. If they beat a ranked Notre Dame, that can propel them maybe to the top four in the college football playoff. All right, coming up here at 11, we're going to do a full breakdown, full recap of the IHSAA football state finals. Again today, just a Brushed through it. Indianapolis Lutheran in Class A. Champs again. 30-13 over Adams Central. Chattard 34-14 defeating Lawrenceburg. And 5A Whiteland. They fall to Valpo 35-31. Valpo's first championship since 1975. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Recently concluded down at Lucas Oil Stadium, the 5A championship goes to Valparaiso. They beat Whiteland 35-31 from the IHSAA Champions Radio Network and other various media outlets. The best at what he does, Greg Rigstraw. Hello, Greg. Hello, Coach. What a game! This is a this yeah. is the classic nail biter. Starts off with a <laughs> with a electrifying uh, finish, electrifying beginning, and in between going at each other for a five A championship. What a ball game! I'm trying to think of the games that I have done on television over the years, or the ones I've done on radio. I was fortunate to be on the radio call of the Snyder sixty four sixty one win against New Pal which would have been 2013, 2014, somewhere of that ilk. I got to do the West Lafayette Memorial game, which was, what, 45-42? Yeah. I think something along those lines, which was like yeah. four or five years ago. Right. This is up there uh, in, in, in terms of the way it unfolded. 35 points scored in, in the second quarter. Then the defense has kind of took over. You're just kind of feeling that, you know, whoever's going to have the ball last is going to end up winning. And while Whiteland had the last possession, the last meaningful possession, belonged to Valparaiso. And the fact that they were able to drive 80 yards in 16 plays and take five minutes off the clock, that's the stuff of legend that they pulled off tonight. Just a phenomenal game in Valparaiso. It was a heavyweight fight. They landed the last knockout blow, and they got the W in the championship this evening. Well, Whiteland gets off to a good start and, and gets everybody excited. They score, they first they force a turnover, and they'll look back on not being able to score after that turnover as one of the turning points of the game. Correctly. And, and so, you know, the way it played out, that 98-yard kickoff return from Malik Perkins, which is a state record for a state final. There had been three previous state finals in which there had been a 94-yard kickoff return. So he's got the record out of the chute. And then, you know, they, they, get the, they get the onside kick recovered, can't score on that, 
They didn't get an interception three plays later. They had what they thought was a touchdown that got called back because of a holding penalty, and penalties were mm. on both sides, but Whiteland had double-digit mm-hmm. penalties. Tonight. And frankly, in a four-point game, seven points come off the board to get three. You can do the math. Uh, that's, that's part of the difference in tonight's game. But, yes, at 10 nothing, they just couldn't land the knockout blow. Although, again, I, I think that has more to do with what Valparaiso did right than what Whiteland did wrong this evening. What a gr- what a game! I mean, what, I mean, I'm not there, but I'm I'm excited talking about it because this is what you kind of hoped all these games are going to be about, and uh, frankly, they weren't. But this was a one that you kind of felt like that both teams would line up and go at each each other, and and they absolutely did. And both teams great defensively. They try to rush the ball. We talked about it last night that it might be a quickly played game because of the style, but it turns out to have have more drama than basically any of the other games. Correct. And, I, and again, I'll, I'll say, hey, I, I predicted this one in terms of the competitive nature. I thought it'd be good. I had no idea there'd be this many points scored in that game. You know, I, I thought we were looking at right. 17-14. You know, 21-17, we had that many points scored in the second quarter alone. Uh, and so, you know, both <laughs> these teams that, that, that will throw the football if they need to or to get right. a big play, to both teams' credit, they were able to throw the football when they had to and were able to get the job done in terms of throwing the football. Uh, take Caleb Denham with a couple of big touchdown passes, but then uh, the quarterback uh, in from Valparaiso able to answer that because he had all five touchdowns tonight for Valpo, three rushing and two throwing, wow. including the uh, winning touchdown to Rocco Machichi with 19 seconds left to go. <laughs> all right. Can you hang on through this short break? Absolutely. All right, Greg Rakestraw and I will come back and talk more high school football championships on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Greg Rakestraw rejoins us. All right, Greg, Monday Night Football. You'll be hosting, as you do, the Colts postgame show and part of the Colts radio network matchup with the Steelers. Tell me what we have on store in uh, coming up Monday night. Well, what you've got is, is probably the worst Steelers team in 25 or 30 years. Now, that doesn't mean that's a guarantee the Colts going to win this football game because the Colts have – you know, managed to beat a team they shouldn't have probably in the Kansas City Chiefs, but, you know, have clearly had their up and downs and obviously have their offensive struggles as a team. So, you know, I, I think you kind of take every game almost on a week-by-week basis for this football team at this point. Uh, it is a largely healthy group. Doesn't mean maybe we'll see Quiddy Pay with his ankle injury again for this football team. DeForest Buckner has been going through kind of a myriad of injuries and there's been a bit of an illness bug, like it's going around seemingly all of Indiana that's kind of gone through the mm-hmm. cold locker room mm-hmm. as well. So I think in this case, thankfully, having the extra day, I think, helps them greatly uh, to try to get through those things. So, you know, at this point, it would take a rather significant run, like potentially winning out to be a playoff team. I don't think that is going to happen for this football team. You just take every game on a week-by-week basis and hope for the best because – 
Again, if you can beat the Kansas City Chiefs, you can beat anybody. And I think this team is capable of doing that. You're just never sure what you're going to get on a week-to-week basis from this football team right now. Yeah, and that's uh, that's the disappointing part of it is their inconsistency is is somewhat, um, you know, it's it's hard hard to accept, I suppose. But in that same token, as you mentioned, you know, this is a team that's capable of doing a lot of different things. Uh, again, this will be week three under the uh, Jeff Saturday regime. I would expect them to play better, and I think they would expect to play better. And as you pointed out, they're not playing a team that's going to uh, strike fear in the hearts of very many, uh, very many uh, of their opponents. Let's face it, the teams the Colts have beaten, Denver has struggled this year, the Raiders have struggled this year, the Jaguars have struggled this year, and the team that you drew in the Texans in week one, they're probably the worst team in the National Football League. So when you have played teams from the back end of the league, the Colts have, have, have tended to play well. But the Colts are, are is one of those middle-of-the-pack teams of just below it this year where, frankly, they can compete with anybody in the league. But they're not good enough for you to go, you know what, as long as the bus gets there on time, they're going to win the football mm-hmm. game on Monday. Mm-hmm. It is the ultimate kind of grab bag this year where you don't know what you're going to get. The defense is going to keep them in football games. Right. Can the offense do enough to win a football game? That will be the question coming up on Monday night. He's Greg Rakestraw. He's had a full weekend with the IHSA Champions Network. Tonight he had the Valpo win over Whiteland. He'll be a part of the Colts broadcast Monday night and Monday night football against the Steelers. The best at what he does. Greg, thanks. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Coach. You too. Thank you. Coming up, top of the hour scoreboard update with Brendan King. When we come back, we'll have some college basketball, some college football and more on the IHSA championships. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.